10, 9, 8, 7, <laughs> 6, 5, 4, oh 3, 2, 1. <clears throat> Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you too. Don't forget me. I think I remember you said sometimes it lasts in love and sometimes it hurts instead. <laughs> You're going to make us have to retire singing intros. You keep picking this bullshit. <laughs> can you guys please give a list of songs that you would like us to sing that yeah. we can start picking from? Yeah, no matter sure. what genre, we will start singing your songs. Y'all weren't feeling that? Instead of yeah. Tim's songs. Well, it's better than the last one. <laughs> um, What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Show. I'm Tim Shantarangsu. Yeah, I'm Ricky Shots. <laughs> I'm Keith Blades. Um, Maybe just No Chaser. Welcome back to No welcome Chaser. Ba- okay, yeah, we'll yeah. do that from now on. Okay, Um, you know what? You know what's funny is Adele, I used to think it was chasing penguins. I was like, should I give up or should I just keep chasing penguins? And I was explaining to somebody one day because we we're talking about how dope Adele is. And I was like, yeah, nah, that's cool because like, you know, why would I chase something that isn't in front of me? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course, penguins aren't penguins just, around. penguins ain't gonna be on the street. Why am I chasing something that's just in my head that's not realistic? Mm-hmm. And they were like, Pave- pavements or penguins? I was like, <laughs> what? Are you, really? Pavements? I got oh. a better question. That was Adele? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. What? But why would <laughs> you Has she think- been around that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but wait, why would you think penguins? I just it, I heard penguins and I was justifying it in my brain. I was like, yeah, <laughs> should I? Just, that makes sense. Yeah, keep chasing penguins. You know something mythical that doesn't exist. It's I'm just out here chasing chasing penguins around. I just killed off penguins. I wouldn't be chasing penguins, but then actually chasing penguins makes more sense than chasing pavements. Oh, chasing, chasing pavements is what you're talking okay, about. But think, it makes sense. You can you, you chase? How a can you catch it? You can't catch the pavement. Yeah. That's what she said. Don't go chase, I guess you can't chase waterfalls. Can you chase a waterfall? You can. You can go no, after. That's that's the same concept. I think Rick proved his I'm, point. I'm going to Google just to make sure I'm not like <laughs> not believing y'all. I'm just having a hard yeah, time no taking way. it in. You, so you did don't that mind at, me. You did that at McDonald's too. So we were yeah. on our way to get food. Yeah. Rick got stung by a bee. Yeah, I did. Crazy. Crazy. And then they were talking about bitten. <laughs> and then like the proper use of the term, like the past tense term well, of Bite, well, since right? I end up wrong in this, let me just say okay. it shouldn't have been bit or bitten or bite at all because it was a sting and a stung. Right. Uh-huh. So he was wrong first. Okay. So I thought I thought Rick chuckled. I was like because I was like, oh yeah, you got bitten, but I was crazy. He was like, he, and he chuckled. And I thought he was chuckling because I said bitten Bit, when not. in my head instead of stung. Yes. And Rick, and Rick was laughing because I didn't say stung, and in my head, I thought he was laughing because no one ever says the proper. Uh, uh, tense of uh-huh. that where they'd be like, oh yeah, I just got bit by something. Mm-hmm. When it should be, I just got bitten. Also, no one ever says the correct, um, uh, like when they're like, it should be have you eaten today, but it's ha- everyone says have you ate. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like I'm the only person who says eaten. So since <clears throat> that was happening, Rick goes, pulls out his phone <laughs> and looks up the proper tense and like the proper Past way to say. tense of bite is bit. Yeah. But... The past tense participle. Yeah, past participle. Yeah. yeah, past participle is bitten. Yeah. Depending on how you use it. Okay. Because it is also bit, but in certain circumstances. Like, I bit my lip. Yeah, yeah. Now that, that's like totally, that. but it, yeah. you know, the whenever there's a ha- the have been shit, have you yeah. eaten? Yeah. I have bitten a McRib in my day. So yeah. <laughs> I just said all of that because he pulled out his phone to fact check us. Mm. And your conclusion? Is not Adele. <laughs> it is another white lady. Her name is Adele or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, that that is a but that wasn't fact checking. That was just uh, calming myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, me and Rick do a lot of, of fact checking in conversations, and and here's what's so funny, dog. When we were at McDonald's, right after the bit and bit conversation, 
um, I, you responded to a, another statement like right after that in a way where I was like, he feels, he sounds distracted. I'm like, I think he's about to look it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it was it's not even fact checking. It, well, it is fact checking, but not like, ha, you were wrong. Right. It's like, I want to make sure I'm right. Yeah. 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 Cause I don't like to just take people's words. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely do a lot of that. Me and Chia are always doing that. Like, you sure about that? Hold, hold on, yeah. a second. hold on, a second, you know? You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> and when Rick went like this to show Tim, he's like, "See?" And then Tim went, "That part right there." Is that what talking about that part, and then he's like, <laughs> "I still didn't see that part they was talking about because it was in a different language. Like, it was oh. bitching was in there, but the sample sentence. I think you just made that shit up. It wasn't there. Oh no, it was. It was. Fuck, yeah. I did not see it at all. <laughs> But yes. He oh, was well, right. maybe, well, maybe I was giving context. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anywho. Anyways. Nikki <laughs> Blaze, do you be, when you are unsure, do you have a, do you have, do you, are you a Googling ass person? Oh, yes. And I ask Google the way that it's in my head, which is really messed up and scrambled in there. <laughs> so my sentences in my Google search are all fucked up. <laughs> like not even spelled correctly, not even close, but Google gets me. My Google understands my intention. Nikki's Google is like, have you ever when when you have you ever tried when you go and, and when you when when penguin and then it's like oh you were trying to figure out where yeah. penguins are it's from like a dale. yes, it's a dale. yes. <laughs> oh man it, it, but it really is every morning there's an opportunity to Google something for my job so every morning I don't know some shit exactly and I have just leaned into the fact that I don't know a lot of things it's okay so I ask my there's Google there's a lot of things there's to a know. lot of things why not look it up if, so to be sure I look it up and every once in a while I figured out the feature to talk to text on my MacBook so just hit the little thing doo -doo, hit it twice and I talk to it well they haven't figured out what I'm trying to say, but Google knows. So my questions are very random on there. You know what's an interesting thing to realize? You don't know how to explain certain things. Yeah. So Tway, mm -hmm. my girlfriend, for you who don't know, she was born in Vietnam. There's a lot that she missed in terms of language. I use a lot of words sometimes. Sometimes I'll say some shit, it's a bigger word, and she'll be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, Mm. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like, uh, hold on. Yeah. yeah, I'll have the Google word that I know what it is. Yeah. I used it correctly. Yeah. But I'm like, shit, I don't know how to explain this to someone. Mm -hmm. I'm so bad at explaining things sometimes. Halfway through explaining it, I'm like, wait, do I know what this means? <laughs> and then I got to look it up. <laughs> you know, there's nothing worse than feeling confident than losing that confidence mid-sentence. Yeah. You're just trying to articulate yeah. it and you're like, oh, I am fucking wrong. Oh, that's the worst. There's a difference between not being sure and then just realizing you're wrong oh, God. and it's like do i admit that i'm wrong it depends on who you're talking to yeah. do i admit that i'm wrong or do i have to fight even harder now to yeah. convince you that uh, i'm right I, I used to just trail off and just <laughs> not finish it now i have to admit that i'm wrong yeah or it will fucking bug me oh. all day <laughs> i definitely do a lot of explaining and then the response from the other person is like what? <laughs> what do you? What is? What do you say? Wait, what? And I'm um, like, all, all right, look, 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 I'm just Google it. Let's yeah. Google it. Or um, uh, and then translating text messages. Does it like trans? Yes, translating someone's intention that via text message when they don't know how to explain something. Don't you? Do you guys ever read things oh. out of context? With oh, text messages? Yeah, I just ask. You just... <laughs> yeah. I've Before just started, I get mad, because I'll get mad. <laughs> yeah, so I've started noticing there's, like, particularly one friend, and she's the worst. Like, I thought I was bad at explaining something. Nah, she's worse than I am, and she gets angry because she can't figure out how to explain what That's she's thinking. Funny. So then at some point in a conversation, I'm like, I'm just going to call you because now we're both upset. And then we get on the phone, and we both were completely wrong. Completely wrong. You completely know, wrong. You know when... When I'm getting frustrated in a text conversation, when I'm like, when you get a, vo a minute voicemail after yes. that, no, no, look, look, look. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. You know, hear me. Um, all right. Well, uh, speaking of um, someone to explain things we don't necessarily know things okay, about. Okay, that's better. Um, you know, it'd be you know when when this opportunity to to have this person on the podcast came up, I was like, oh, this could be interesting because, um, you know. The fan base is, is pretty grown. You know what mm. I'm saying? We got we got uh, grown-ass people that listen to us. And um, a lot of people actually want to know about uh, business. Mm -hmm. um, how to start a business. How to maintain. How to get shit going. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this dude right here, 
Um, I met him when I was shooting some stuff at ADD. He has a big hand. Oh, All Dev Digital, if y'all don't know. Uh, he has a big hand in in the goings-ons of All Dev Digital and also a bunch of other companies and a bunch of other shit, all right? Uh, <laughs> make some noise for this dude. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. And we got a special treat. Um, also working with All Dev Digital. Digital. We got uh, Cynthia Luciette coming in. But make some noise <laughs> um, afterwards because we yes. only got four seats in here. But uh, <laughs> first, for the first half, make some noise for Cedric Rogers. Yay! What's Yo. good, what up? man? Yeah. Appreciate you putting the most beautiful person in the room. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. oh, next Rick. to Rick? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're the wrong sure. way, brother. Yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> how y'all doing? Good, bro. How are you? Maybe get a little closer to that mic. Yeah. For she should be. Yeah, you should be. Do? That's good. That's good. Say something. Mic check. Good. All right, cool, man. Well, hey, well, first of all, thanks for stopping by, popping in. Um, for those who might not be familiar, um, you want to like let us know who sure. you are? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, let me give you a quick update. Yeah, like you said, my name is Cedric Rogers. Uh, funny enough, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Oh, okay, H-Town. Yeah, H-Town, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's a quick side note. Some of the best wings I've ever had were at a strip club in Houston. Mm. That's one of the best strip clubs in the country. <laughs> Next to the other place I moved to, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I, man, I uh, grew up in Houston, uh, wound up going to college. A historical black college, North Carolina A&T, mm. major in engineering. Uh, and I spent the majority of my career at Apple. That's where I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a system engineer, moved my way up and really got into the app development. Um, and then so after I went and got my MBA, some other things like that, I left to start doing startup companies, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I did actually brought me to the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to uh, create this. Actually, it was a fashion startup. So it's fashion and style. Oh, word. Uh, for men, men's fashion. So it was called Look Live. And we received money through, Look. Um, it's called Y Combinator. Okay. It's like super exclusive. It's in the Bay Area. You get in, they kind of put you through this whole program. So that's when I really learned kind of the startup world because mm-hmm. it's a little different than just regular business, right? Right, and right, the right. The way it takes to build something from nothing is, is difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So I started picking up the ropes there. Uh, I left that venture and came to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came to LA, I started being what they call entrepreneur in residence. So I was actually working for the venture capitalist, learning the other side of the table, which mm-hmm. is really what you want to know, right? How the money moves, mm-hmm. how it invests. Um, and then that's when I left in 2018 to create my new company that is now is called Culture Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started by creating an app. My co-founder and I, his name is Sean Newsom. Uh, we're both engineers. He actually used to work at Vivo and then uh, Disney Plus. So he's he's dope mm-hmm. too. So we're two dope, I say, engineers, right? I uh, got together. And we wanted to build a company that really focused on the culture, but bringing in a technology. We wanted to st- sit at the intersection of culture and technology. Okay. Um, and by doing so, we called the company Culture Genesis. We, we built an app that, Tim, I never got a chance to get you on it, but we had a bunch of creators. Mm-hmm. It was like a live trip. What game show. I'm not done with it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a live trivia game show, and it had kind of feel like 106 in Park. I remember when they used to have like mm. Jay and, um, you know, Roxy and Free and all those different, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Terrence Jay and all them on mm-hmm. that. So we had that vibe where it's like you have one host, two different hosts, and you can select, mm. and all the questions about the culture. It was like, you know, hip hop questions, you know, current event stuff. And mm-hmm. so we did that, and funny enough, all deaf was, uh, this was back 2019, early 2019. They reached out to us. It was like, yo, we want to make something like that. Okay. And I was like, cool, let's talk. We can maybe work with y'all to do that. So that's what we started to do. But then, of course, as every month, some people out there may know, then all deaf actually went out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had already raised capital, we had already had some funding. So then all deaf came to us and said, yo, would y'all be interested in buying mm. all deaf? So Culture Genesis, we acquired all deaf. You in the- saved oh, wow. all deaf digital. I did. Wow. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I, I don't want to take all credit at all. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, in t- uh, November of 2019, we acquired it. And so I'll take a pause there to say that we do have regular venture capitalists. Like I told you, there's <laughs> one here in LA called Mucker Capital, one in New York called Betaworks. Mm-hmm. But then we also had some extra on our cap table that they were interested in. Um, there's a syndicate of investors out of Atlanta which includes uh, T.I., Killer Mike, Jason Jeter, which is T.I.'s business partner, um, 2 Chains, a lot of just different, you know, hip-hop artists and industry people out of Atlanta had invested in us. So, of course, they saw that there was a great opportunity um, to add the culture further to all deaf. So, 
Yeah, man. That's that's just how. There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. I got here. So this holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Now, do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Woo! Not to mention the 4.0 trimmer to tame the bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. Gift yourself Manscaped, because mm-hmm. your in-laws care about you. <laughs> they yes, sure they do. do. I mean, it makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> or you can give it to the man in your life, whoever needs it. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash no chaser. I'm going to say that again. 20% off with free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash no chaser. So you think your holiday spread is good? I'm sorry. Mm, your wait. holiday spread. <laughs> you know well, what I'm I mean, I think it is, but you know, some people might not. Well, if, if it ain't, it's time to give thanks to Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Ew. You know what I'm saying? Now, inside, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. Mm. That's my personal favorite. Yeah, because. Yeah. That'd be getting crazy sometimes. Yeah, my nose. My nose is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Crop preserver ball deodorant, my second personal favorite. Okay. Because his balls are wild. <laughs> balls are wild. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> the Crop Reviver Toner. It's a little spray. Give you a little refresher down there. Nice. And they even got performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Wow. Huh. Look at y'all. Now, I can't forget the Manscaped liquid formulas. They're like the pumpkin pie and the ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. You can't live without it. Crop preserver, like I said. Ball deodorant, like I said. Crop reviver, like I said. They got everything you need for the freshest balls. And who don't like fresh balls? I love fresh balls. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) (laughs) So, like I said before, make sure you use manscaped.com slash no chaser to get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com slash no chaser. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. We're all entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the most important thing that people forget about when you're trying to start a new business, you got to have a good website. Yeah. And not everybody knows how to build a good website, but that's why Squarespace is lit and easy to use. Squarespace empowers millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. On Squarespace's dynamic all-in-one platform, customers can build a website, claim a domain, sell online, and market a brand. Our products combine cutting-edge design and world-class engineering, making it easier than ever to establish your online presence, which is very important in today's day and age. I actually use Squarespace for my website. Oh, shit. Mm Well, damn. NikkiBlaze.com. Squarespace is perfect for people who are ready to make their ideas a reality and want those ideas to stand out. Their brand pillars are design, innovation, storytelling, entrepreneurialism, Mm -hmm. customer enablement. So that is everything you need to really build a successful website, okay? Squarespace tools are DIY in nature, meaning anyone can learn about, use, and or create the following without technical expertise, like uh, e-commerce, domains, Mm -hmm. marketing tools, analytics, ease of use, and world-class design. Stuff like that is really important things you wouldn't normally get a chance to look at, like your analytics. Companies want to know about that stuff. Yes, they do. Easy 
to set up an online store, whether you're just getting started or an established brand, Squarespace has a powerful e-commerce platform designed to help you and your business grow. Sell unlimited products and services online with no transaction fees and effortlessly manage your inventory, orders, and customers. You can sell products, gift cards, digital products, subscription products, and extensions. Everybody needs those extensions. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. You got to do it. Squarespace, turn your cool idea into a new website. Showcase your work. Blog or publish content. So many things you can do, and it's so easy. They got a world-class design. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. 24-7 award-winning customer support. There are so many different people using Squarespace. Uh, Architects, fine artists, graphic designers, photographers, bars and pubs, restaurants, nutritionists, wellness coaches, financial services, coaches, gamers, everybody, all right? And just for y'all, I got a special treat. Go to squarespace.com slash C-O-D-E for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code CODE, C-O-D-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You know what's crazy? One time when I was um, I was at like a car dealership or something like that, and I was talking to one of the dudes that was like uh, just helping me, you know, with the paperwork and all that. And he was telling me, he was like, yeah, you know, um, this was a long time ago. He was like, my daughter... You know, she's doing pretty well for herself now because one day she was like, you know what, dad, um, I think I'm going to quit my job because I'm going to work with this new company. Um, it's called Google. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a job working at this startup. It's called Google. I got a good feeling about it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah it's crazy. My homegirl uh, works at Tesla. Actually, okay, a lot of people I know one. work at Tesla. Yeah. And the position that she's in, she gets Dark shots. Issues, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. And so... I get a text message almost like weekly because I mean we're watching the markets. Yep. I mean I'm more into crypto, she's okay. more into stocks. Okay. So we kind of go back and forth That's with good. information. And she hit me with the text. She said, girl, <laughs> like that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to quit. <laughs> she's like, yeah. but they have rules on they yeah. have rules yeah. on yeah. their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all mm. these rules, right? But she's like, we hit seven today. Mm. It was for her, it's like. She just Huge. hit seven figures because yeah. like, of how much she has. Because she was starting to take her checks and get stock yes. instead. Yeah. So you can convert yeah. that way. So you get she two was... ways, right? So she, she's probably being granted what they call RSUs. Mm-hmm. But then when you're in the company, also lets you do a stock purchase plan too. Yeah. So you can take from your paycheck and be like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm just going to buy. More they, yes. get, they get you a certain percentage of your check. They'll mm-hmm. let you take to buy and keep buying. So I was doing the same thing yeah. at Apple. That's I was fire. getting Ooh, RSUs yeah. for like my performance and some things for that. But I was also like, I was you know, single. I didn't, I am, yeah, whatever. So yeah. I'm just buying shit up, right? Mm-hmm. And just stock and stacking. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's the way. That's the way. That is feel, also. Do you feel like a lot of uh, companies are now providing that option? Yeah. At, at, because people are becoming more aware of it? Oh, or yeah. do you think that's something that's always they, been available? They, it's always been there, but I think they're just making it available to more people in, in what I would say less, you know, executive positions, right? Because it was always on the executive levels of the mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Now I think they're just putting it on every level, especially the technology companies. Right. That, I mean, because it's so competitive to keep an employee you got to like give them all these incentives and the mm. best one is the financial because I mean, everybody yeah. got, oh, you take this vacation, whatever, whatever, but <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. I want the right. money, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, that's the big one and I would say that when you look at it, you know, at this point, that is the main reason why people are kind of wanting to get into tech spaces, right? Even even if you're working in marketing, wherever you are, you're like, yo, I want to go work for a tech company because it's that upside. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that Spanx shit? Oh, well, how she gave everybody tickets yes. to wherever. That was yes. great. She's dope. Bro. Yeah. She's dope. She's dope. Wow. And they're, they're headquartered in Atlanta. I've met her several times. Her story is as a, a, a phenomenal woman, man. Is she it? literally built that on her bare hands. She didn't know a lot about the material. She actually was going to Georgia Tech mm. on her own, doing this old research and talking to, you know, PhDs. And she literally built that thing bear. Damn. She's a dope woman. Super dope woman. That is crazy. All yeah. because girls got some love handles they're worried about. Man. Yeah. But, but it's... But <laughs> I mean, I make think, ganks. But women are the best target audience, bro, for when it comes to anything. I don't care what... If, if you can get to where women want it... Because be the media shabby. has made them feel ugly the whole life, so all you got to figure <laughs> no, out... No, no, no. That's one, but really, women control the buying decisions. How no, that's old? facts. No, totally, totally. So, We'll your see, your girl tells what tells you what to buy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like, like mm. yeah. He fell in line with that one. But I yeah. just, I, <laughs> true. <laughs> I just bought shoes until I ran out of room to buy shoes, and now I'm like, 
All right, man. We, I don't need nothing else. We got it. What? what? <laughs> you just walking around in just shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even. I'm walking around in these shoes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, the last thing, just to, from my perspective on it, is like when you look at the tech space, and like you mentioned, crypto, mm-hmm. you're looking like those, those companies have like high multiples. Mm-hmm. But when you go into, unfortunately, where we are, more entertainment, mm-hmm. the multiple's a lot lo- lower, right? I mean, because you can't scale content and right. get as much win on that mm-hmm. as you can a piece of software, mm-hmm. you know, technology, Tesla. I mean, like those companies can get I, vast. I have a question. Sure. With NFTs becoming more mainstream, yeah. and especially in the content creating space, because mm-hmm. you can now monetize off of these uh different tokens yes. or you know yes. like that right. what is all deaf planning on doing with nfts wow she went <laughs> i want to like know. It, no, i like it no, that's a great question so let me let me add one piece before i answer that i'm gonna answer in two things at once so when we took over all deaf the thing that i felt like and my co-founder was that we needed to get wider right when um with, with the content itself mm. right because all deaf was really mainly only known for comedy mm. and we had some music you know mm-hmm. we were doing right and um, but then they did start the inkling of the poetry. Mm. So we had the you know comedy, music, and poetry. So when we took over, now we have decided like we really need to have a network mm. of channels, right? So now it's more all deaf gaming, mm. all deaf women, which is actually starting in Cynthia. That's her. She's yeah, we're bringing her in to talk, bring about, talk about that. <laughs> um, there's all deaf Latino. We just launched. Mm-hmm. Um, we launched those two this year, women in Latino. Then there's also uh, All Deaf Nation, which is getting more into conscious, like woke news. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of other verticals I want to get into. Like, I know, Nikki, you're big into food. I'm sitting on All Deaf Eats. Mm. I want to get into travel. I want to do all these verticals. And the reason why is because with the diversity of content, right, now I can work in and work with different brands, mm-hmm. right? And then with working with different brands, I'll put them on these different formats. So then that comes to me, brings me to, to Nikki's question, which is from our perspective, I think there are formats that we have as an example, like dad jokes, mm-hmm. that could be NFT friendly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that we could really kind of tokenize and, and do some things with. So we are definitely exploring it. My co-founder, Sean, actually, he um, also has a second company that's big into, it's called, um, what was it? Uh, ICO Watchdog, which so his, his first was in the beginning when ICOs for all of the mm-hmm. um, crypto, and he's super super big into that. So we are definitely exploring, but I don't have the exact thing that we're gonna do. I kind of tip my hand a little bit on the dad jokes, but I think there's some other things we could do. But the way we're gonna do it, just to be clear, is we got we got our channels, we got formats in every channel, mm-hmm. and I think there's some opportunities with some of the uh, formats to you know think about what we could do and turn and tokenize them. Tight. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Well, I mean, what a what a perfect segue to bring in Cynthia to talk yeah. about uh, all deaf yeah. women's. When you said wider, I thought you said wider. I knew and that's I what like, she thought because he made like, that squinty face. <laughs> like, oh, wait. like no, I D E R. You said a couple of more words, and I was like, oh, wider, wider. I, know, I, wider, I, I watched wider. Rick's face change yeah, from. Did he just say? I right, well, um, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for pulling up and giving us some perspective. Yeah, always a pleasure. Yes, appreciate you, man. Hello. Uh, all right, so this young lady I've known for so long. Rick's known her longer than me. Uh, she's she's uh, funny. Uh, she's cute. She got little cat ears yeah, on. Right. And she's running all deaf women's. So uh, let's, let's, let's talk about all the things. Let's talk about the, you know. Um, Okay, thank you. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, thank you. Um, first, tired the headphones. First of all, let's talk about this. Um, how you been, man? I've been good. Rick, you got your knees out. What happened since the last time I seen Bro, you? I think I think we had the conversation where I said I would never have my knees. Yeah, out. really. In, in the office is a breakdown. Yes, and here Rick, I am, yes. knees out. Very anti everything that's going on with the world. I'm gonna object to it. <laughs> yeah. Now you got your knees out. Hey, look, I conformed. ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Ricky. Okay. Yeah. No, What's there, up, y'all? There was a there was a time in my life where I said, look, I would never rock no skinny jeans. <laughs> really? I would never wear a small shirt. I'll never have my elbows out. <laughs> and then one day, everything yeah. just changed. Yeah. Only and thing I stayed true to was I'll never lose weight. <laughs> You said, <laughs> the only thing I stay true to. You never lose weight? <laughs> never. Never do that shit. You don't have me sell out. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia's also, uh, I think people don't 
remember or they don't realize you're a super talented uh, comedic writer as well. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah they might see you acting a fool on Instagram. They right. know you're a funny girl. Yeah. But you can write. Yeah. And you know, the thing about Instagram and kind of like doing... Can I cuss? I don't want to cuss. Yeah. Okay. Fuck no. Let me know. Because I'm <laughs> like, you know, you guys watch this shit. But no, the thing about doing like Instagram shit is like, you put ideas out and yeah, they're kind of monetized now, but you really want to get your money's worth. And so it's like a lot of times people aren't, at least for myself, I'm not putting out my best ideas mm. on Instagram. I'm saving them. I'm drafting them. I'm putting yeah. them into scripts, right, you know? Right. But then it's hard too because a lot of times people look at people who get any type of viral clout or whatever as that's all you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you be like, damn, you be wanting to flex, mm -hmm. but then you be like, I'm not trying to flex for free and somebody <laughs> take it. It's hard. Yeah. No, I definitely got a bunch of uh, solid either jokes or scenarios that I want to I want to do something with, but I'm like, no, no, no I got to save this for the script. <laughs> yeah. I got to save this for the good. script. Yeah. A bunch of shit that Rick said in screenshots that I saved for scripts too. <laughs> yeah. I, I got my uh, lawsuits ready. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good friend. Like, those are the type of friends you need in the industry when you, like, talk naturally in conversation and they're like, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Write that down. Because sometimes you're around people and you say good shit and then they just... They're like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to write that <laughs> right. shit down. Mm -hmm. Or they no, don't no, no. even that's, tell that's you. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny things I said. He's like, I'm going to put that on the script. Yeah. <laughs> Screenshot. Wow, Tim is really sounding like Rick these well, days. Well, like, I'll be like, man, that's funny. I'm going to put that in a script. Or, or, or we'll have an idea or like Rick will have a funny idea. Like there's one idea that's great for just a sketch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Hey man, are you ever gonna do that? Cause if not, I'm doing that <laughs> shit. Sitting on it, waiting. That's facts. That's facts. I've done that before too. I'm like, you want to direct it or what? Like, that's funny. You know. Yeah. You know. I think my first ever uh, sex scene in a skit, Cynthia directed it. Uh, for that, for that werewolf. What? What? What'd you oh say? my god! How did that work out for you? Yeah, I wasn't it was actually with Lulu. She was oh, the werewolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a student film type of sketch. You know, like when you're first uh, starting out uh -huh. and shit, and then you look back, like it's like your mixtape days. Like, damn, I can rap way better now. <laughs> but you know, Tim and Lulu made the sketch good, but it was definitely some weird shit. I was trying to be creative. No, yeah. I liked it. So. It's funny. I ran into Lulu the other day, and she was like, I, mean, "I was like, man, I ain't seen you." She's like, "Since we had sex, <laughs> <laughs> casually." from the chair she's like oh oh it was a whole weird halloween like series and yeah he had sex with a werewolf you yeah, know no, good great. for you that's great it's crazy it was hair all over except her bush bush was completely waxed <laughs> that's the only still got a wax still got a wax um, all right so uh yeah we talking about business and shit um how does it come about that you go from you know being a funny comedic writer girl right to now being um okay well, so what is what, is, what what part are you playing here at all deaf women's well, you know, um, like before when I was doing all that, you know, I was like writing and kind of producing and doing different things. Um, but I'm trying to, to sound as smart as Cedric has said it before because he was like saying all these big words and shit. Don't worry. And so okay. now I'm we like, we, um, we the projective of the No, it's cool. I, I tuned out when he was yeah, talking. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Um, but no, I mean, I think before at all Dev, you know, it was a lot of creative people kind of running it, but I don't think the business side of it kind mm. of was where it needed to be. Like, I remember them kind of putting somebody in charge of the sketch department and it was a guy and I went to the head and I was like, yo, my resume mm. says that you should have given the position to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if you think I'm going to answer to this person and submit my ideas to them, mm -hmm. you got me fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not about to do that. So then they're like, all right, well, everybody submit their sketch ideas to him <laughs> except for Cynthia. And I'm like, y'all are some bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, but I've always from the Kellys to even, you know, the Halloween series, it was always so women's voice being an equalizer, having mm -hmm. that like point of view where I could talk my shit as a woman because mm -hmm. guys get to talk their shit all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was at a point at All Death before when I left, I literally told the people who was in charge, like, look, y'all is how I am right now. Y'all young bitch. Mm. And you need to figure out what you want in life. <laughs> and hopefully some point down the line, we'll come back together. Mm. And then like four or five years later, you know, shout out to Culture Genesis and Cedric and Sean and everybody. They bought them and they was working with them. And then when I reconnected with them and I saw who was in charge of it now, I was like, I'm a fuck with that. So they needed their whole stage and just to grow up a little oh. bit. <laughs> they went through their whole phase. Yes. 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 
that's a good funny. way to put it. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. And now they're like, you know what? I kind of know what I want in life and shit. And you were yeah. like, it was kind of good when I was there. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you're you like, know. Maybe you really have changed. <laughs> right. What, one of the D's was good. The digital part. It wasn't all them. It's like, okay, maybe. We'll see how this goes. It's exactly what it was. Like that ex that you would give another shot to. You're like, fine. Yeah, like, all you had to do was be nice. <laughs> That's funny. That's you feel you feel like you've dealt with up. My bad. What are you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say if anybody is sleeping on her resume, I met you at nineteen. You were nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. And 20, she was 20, a producer. Yeah. See, and was a 19 show creator. On breakdown? Yeah, yeah, bro. Wow. <laughs> She's already the okay. producer and the creator. You created Red Hot, right? Yeah, I yeah. did. The little candies? <laughs> no. <Yes. laughs> I wish. We old as hell. <laughs> Since the 40s making candy. But yeah, no, yeah, Buno Murray definitely were the ones who showed me like producing was a part of the digital wave. And that's where I had met, you know, you guys at and learning that. Mm -hmm. And you guys are one of the first people who were really legitimizing. There you go. Shout out Cedric Big Ass Warrior. Right? <laughs> legitimizing the digital world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because before I had started breakdowning at Buna Murray, I really thought the internet was just like, just cat space. videos, yeah, fight yeah, yeah. compilations, music right. videos. That's what I was watching. Porn. And you, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying, but yeah. Um, and you guys were like one of the first people that I really watched and connected to like, oh damn, this is content that I will watch that. Mm. It's like real Thank shit. You. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, shout out to, shout out to Maker Studios, rest in peace. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, cause I definitely, you know, before that, I was, you know, I was trying to do sketches, but it was all like, just me and my camcorder, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Not even tripod. It'd be like, all right, Rick, I'm going to talk. You hold the camera. Rick's going to talk. I'll hold the camera. That type yeah. of shit, right? And then, like, shout out to Maker for being the first company that was, like, that really gave me the creative space where it was, like, uh, yeah, they were taking some of my money, but <laughs> but I could, <laughs> I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. You know what right. I'm saying? I could write a super outlandish sketch. They come at me. They had sets for me, costumes yeah. and shit. Where I feel like I can take this to a level where I wanted it to be, mm -hmm. you know, where yeah. I'm, like, where it did feel legitimized, where I wasn't just goofing around with a little flip camera, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, that, and that's dope that you've been able to do what you wanted to do, yeah. take it next level. Because I remember, you know, just seeing the shit you wrote and seeing the shit you you guys were producing and being like, man, this is uh, this was this was this is good stuff. Yeah, and I think for a while, like my mindset, especially before working with All Def, was so like, how can we take this and get to TV? Because how can we do this? And then just even within the four to five years, it's been like, well. You look at the TV bag, you look at the digital bag, like low key, you mm -hmm. can kind of, and even the audience that they get on some of your favorite shows online, they're not getting that audience that they're getting on viral videos mm -hmm. and just the streaming outlets like Hulu or Amazon right. or Netflix. So even on the calls that we have with the ad teams and stuff, I'm really like, man, we can create content that we love and then sell it. But it's not that, I call it an ice cube trade that the industry wants you to be in. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be in that. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing about All Deaf, and shout out to All Deaf Women, specifically with working with a whole bunch of different women, it's just giving them a voice and a platform to do what they want. And when I'm producing and making content and stuff, I let people do it. I give them little guidance of things that I know that we have to hit mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, it's this type of quality, these dimensions, da, da, da. But for the most part, I want people to be able to create shit. And mm -hmm. I think we'll start to see a big change in the industry mm -hmm. when more people who are creators start to get behind the scenes and be in those positions of power mm -hmm. to handle. Because we understand other creators more, yeah. you know? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Since I, I know, I mean, I know Nikki Blaze goes through this because, you know, she's an attractive woman out here. Mm -hmm. uh, you're an attractive woman out here in mm -hmm. these streets. Do you feel like people wouldn't take you seriously because you were cute? You know what I'm saying? You had a sketch idea or you'd be writing something and they'd be like, ah, cool, that's, you know. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, at first, for sure, that's what it is. You know, it's like, it's either like, oh, people want to fuck you, you know, or they get mad because you don't want to fuck, or it's just like, you got to see where people are coming from. So it's kind of weird. I definitely haven't had the pleasure of being able to answer to a lot of women, mm. you know, so I know that, and especially a lot of women I have run into, kind of, they'll be haters and shit, and I'm mm. sure you've run into a lot like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. damn, like, you know, I thought we was on the same team. Yeah, yeah. like, what are you well, mad Just because we all have the same parts don't mean we're on the same team. This, you learn that yeah. in this industry. Well, just in general. Yeah, yeah. But, you, you think like, damn. But I feel like... Shit, I'm sorry, because I'm trying to dance around the question and I'll be like, niggas ain't shit when they be in control. You know, I'm really trying to yeah, be look, like, bro, like, how do look, I make this nice and I'll be like... You, you, <laughs> you're like... You know how I talk. Yeah. 
Go for it. Okay. They, they need that um, because they get the adverse over here. Yeah, I think I think it's really fucked up the the short end of the stick that women mm. get in the mm. industry. And I always had an idea of a sorority, especially within the comedy community, that I could create. Mm-hmm. And then one of the first couple women that I tried to create it with, I found out had was fucking my ex, and I didn't know. And I was like, this is why bitches don't get along, you know. So it's like oh. it is hard to yeah. build that. But I don't. I, I feel like especially in the comedy community and even in the creator community there's um a fraternity of men and mm. men stick together yeah. and they fuck these hoes and they pass these hoes around and bitches look good <laughs> and they just this and that and mind you a lot of the views and shit they get is because the beautiful women are on the thumbnails the Facts. beautiful women are sitting there with you and for a lot of the <laughs> shit that I was in I'm giving the niggas jokes you know wow. and they thinking they wrote my jokes and I'm like bro I'm giving them jokes we, we like, all play our part sometimes so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. we all play our part so, sometimes she be this. talking. It we is. be listening sometimes. It is kind of hard. My cleavage be out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah look. Uh-huh. We've got him showing knees now. It's a part yeah, of our look deal. Yeah, equality. This is equality <laughs> right here, y'all. Look at that. Growing. So with all deaf women, mm-hmm. what is your main goal? I understand getting women involved and putting mm-hmm. them in positions to create mm-hmm. and almost have a safe space. But mm-hmm. overall, what is your main mission with all deaf women? I think my main mission is just like being an outlet, being a plug. It's like so many women have ideas that haven't been heard. So many women have connections and resources and like crews that will film content for them and they can actually produce and hand in their own content. And Mm -hmm. it's just like encouraging the shit that I know is inside of me is like giving that to other women to be Mm -hmm. like, here, you know, people you can create, you can produce, you can make your own stuff. Like, let's do it over here. So it's really just giving them the resources and and the things to do it. And Mm -hmm. do you feel like if more companies start creating women divisions, Mm -hmm. that it's going to force these other companies to start realizing how important it is for the women they have already? Facts, no shade, no tea. But since we started, I done seen some people try to get their lives together, you know, (laughs) with the women's side of their content. I done Mm -hmm. seen them start to focus on like, oh, okay, shit, they, you know, they coming together. It's a whole squad of women. And I've seen people who I know are following us start to be like, we have to do that. So it's the same with Fenty Beauty. Like when she mm-hmm. started doing all the shades of makeup, right. mm-hmm. even though she was a newcomer in the beauty industry, all the other mainstay beauty right. products had to start doing the and shades. And everyone that didn't got called out for not doing mm-hmm. it. Facts. Uh, no Chase of Women is launching this <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm not ready yet. I'm no, not no trying to get No niggas yet. is what's called. Like, no chaser, no niggas. It's like, I'm not ready to give away other opportunities. I'm still trying to get mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm still selfish. Be, I'm still selfish. Hold on, wait. I'm trying hilarious. to get rid of me. We get other people on. I'm like, you, am I still got a, do I still got be, a job? You will be chair one. Yeah. Chair one. Chair one. I'll be texting them sometimes like, y'all ain't going to get rid of me, right? Like, no, no. No chaser Women is going to be Nikki Blades and two other guys. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> deep, that's deep. I can't stand you. <laughs> but Tim and Rick, I do have a question. Though, as guys in creative, because you guys really are like OGs of like you, y'all, and y'all are real too. You really understand the industry because sometimes you meet influencers and they be like, okay, you're in your own world, but yeah. y'all are real mm. as fuck. Facts. So <laughs> facts, want it. So did y'all ever have a time in your experience where you realized? Damn, maybe I do treat women different. Or like, did you have that aha moment of like, oh shit, and you understood the plight of women in the industry? If not, you ain't shit, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so when we were doing it, there was not a lot of women who had more to bring to the table than what they look like. Mm-hmm. They they existed and we would reach out to them and they were like, I'm not really interested in it. So a lot of the girls early on were the girls who were just like, oh, I bought this new bikini. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So we just kind of was like, dope, mm-hmm. let's do that. But anytime where I worked with a girl and then I saw she was funny, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, all right, lines, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, and then later, there was a lot of girls who I would just watch them and like, okay, okay, I can write for her. Mm-hmm. And I would write stuff specifically for their voice. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but early on, it was definitely like, you got a big butt? You don't mind being in the bikini? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, for sure, like, I was writing sketches that, you know, I felt like were a certain, I, you know, I was trying to get off a certain type of joke. You feel mm-hmm. me? And it was like, it wasn't necessarily uh, parts that were even, not even 
not even it wasn't a fact that there weren't parts for girls. There really weren't no parts for anyone else except for maybe me and Rick. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else was kind of just there Background, to support me atmosphere. and Rick's mm-hmm. jokes, right? Or our banter. And a lot of the shit we wrote about was like relationship, sexual situations. And, you know, so it was like, I need to find a girl who doesn't mind playing this part, right? Yeah. And those would be the ones that would, their main shit was, I'm attractive. This is what I do. You mm-hmm. feel yeah. me? Um, but like Rick said, the more we did it, the more I'd be like, oh, you're funny. Mm-hmm. And there was there was definitely like, like a tier of different girls I would hit up. Like if I need a girl to be funny and deliver lines like with with timing and do some improv, it was like, you know, I would hit up um, like uh, Bobby Dean yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Like just whoever else was, I'm like, okay, you're funny. Um, this is good. I can, I feel more comfortable writing more lines and writing comedy shit, you know what I'm saying? And definitely like, I think not even recently, just Years ago, me and Rick were like, all right, I think we're cool on the, just have a girl in a bikini just to have her in a bikini shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what else we can do. Let's write a beach skit so it makes sense. sense. (laughs) Because that shit don't really, that shit don't even work on YouTube anymore. I feel like people are like, eh, it'll work on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's weak. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I got to the point where I started realizing like, I know I'm funny, but why are people watching? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If all the comments are a timestamp where it's a butt, yeah. and nobody's saying anything about the hilarious joke behind right. the butt, I'm like, eh. behind the butt, <laughs> 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 yeah, do not really do this. And then you know, I got into just talking, and then it was like, oh, I need a girl to argue with. Hey, Cynthia, what you doing? <laughs> you like to argue <laughs> naturally, yeah. you know? Yeah. I definitely, uh, I'll smash some more werewolf songs on camera though. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's happening. Because I think, you know, from race to gender to sexual orientation, there's Mm -hmm. so many people, you know, who nowadays are getting their just due and are getting a platform to say different things. So I've appreciated seeing guys growth within the industry and really welcoming different types of women because sometimes you know you could get on camera with dudes and they feel a little insecure if you're funnier than them mm. you know and that's happened and you'd be like Damn. Yeah. yeah like so i thought you was funny though yeah, yeah. Be funny. <laughs> and then it's like then the the stereotype continues of like women aren't funny women are funny and it's mm-hmm. like well some funny guys are threatened by funny women yeah. so mm-hmm. it's really about creating the alliances it. with people that get it i would say working with these guys right here mm-hmm. they know what's okay and what's not okay mm-hmm. i have certain things that i'm like all right this is how i'm feeling today we can go through this this and this mm-hmm. and if not they created a safe space and that's a big thing too when you're working with people from different backgrounds again no matter what your orientation is it really stems from how comfortable can you make this environment and how mm-hmm. professional in the entertainment space professionalism gets blurred a lot because mm-hmm. you're being creative and a lot of creative people don't like the restraint of the professional you know being professional mm-hmm. and you being in charge now being able to see how you've been treated Mm-hmm. and how others have been treated. What's something that you really want to implement with all deaf women so that you can start to see these cycles break and change and then also creating a connection with men as well? Um, That's interesting. I think the biggest thing for me is like with all deaf women, I get down to like the numbers. I want, you know, I just want it to grow mm-hmm. so that way we can really prove that women are not only just consumers, but actually talented and Mm. worth investing in. So I'm excited to see within the next year, even how our budgets grow for our shows, Mm. how our brand deals come in line and really being able to break off for the other women who are talent. You know, you give them a budget, like, let's see what you can do with it. I really want to get those numbers because they're like, Mm -hmm. men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Exactly. So I'm just like, if women, if we can put the points on the board, if we can show that, you know, we bring in a big part to the company and we're bringing in as much sponsorships as the main all deaf channel as all mm-hmm. the other sub channels like then we get to walk in a room with our shoulders high like we all deaf women what's up look at our numbers yeah. you know look at the check the stats mm-hmm. they're there so I think that's the most important thing for me is just really proving like we can get the numbers yeah and that business side because being funny can only get you so far facts <laughs> and then when facts. you walk into the room if you don't have like by the way I was able to take this funny woman and go 
and build her up to this. Yes. Now pay us. Yeah. At the end of the day, everything gets in a pitch deck with them numbers. You know, yeah, exactly. what are them numbers? Also, men don't lie. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you got that. And the men don't get caught as much <laughs> as lying. Boys lie. <laughs> oh, ah, there we go. I hate when people do that shit. There's the difference. Yeah. Oh, that's all it is. Just a couple letters. Oh, well, shit. Well, what do we have to look forward to uh, from you? Cynthia. Um, I think I'm excited to just, you know, to keep making content for sure with all that women. I'm getting back in my writer's bag, you mm-hmm. know. Like I said, saving those ideas and really getting them written into TV scripts or just full-length scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, the sketches and the certain things I see that that go beyond that. But, yeah, I want to be on my, like, Shonda Rhyme shit, you know, my mm-hmm. Ryan Seacrest even. Mm-hmm. Like, I when I seen Ryan Seacrest is producing Shaza Sunset and getting a bag, I'm like, who would have thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It been producing bad oh, shit. Oh, God. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you remember that time we got on TV and then we got fired and then we didn't know we got fired until yeah. the next season. Yeah, <laughs> it was other people because they came to the internet show we was doing and they was like, "We want a younger demographic," so they hired us. And then the first like four episodes, they like nobody's watching because we have an older demographic. We want to make the <laughs> oh, show older. Damn. So then they started hiring all these older people oh, to be on the show. And we and was like, "So what, what are we here for?" And like they told us, hey, "We're gonna take a brief hiatus." <laughs> damn. And then the show came back Damn, and you never the got off the hiatus. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember when you unfollowed me on Instagram <laughs> and I banged on you when we was on set for that Kevin Scar- <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hart skit? I unfollow everybody though at that at that point in time. No, it's true. She had one of those things where she unfollows everybody but like 80 people. But I remember right. I was on Instagram one day. I was like, oh, Cynthia, Cynthia unfollowed. Hilarious. <laughs> Did, you, did you unfollow back? Probably. <laughs> and, then, and then we were on set for this uh, for this Kevin Hart uh, sketch for um for fucking Laugh Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Cynthia, why you won't follow me? <laughs> like, I be having mental breakdowns and shit. I don't know. I don't remember. Like, you probably said some dumb shit yeah, that day. <laughs> but now I know when I look at other people and it's like they're following zero people, I'm like, I know what the fuck they going through. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get through it, girl. You're going to be okay. You got oh, it. Yeah. Start yeah. deleting so photos. You why you got seven <laughs> pictures? I know, right? <laughs> we understand what you're deleting. Oh, you go? And only swimsuit pictures now. It's okay, baby. You'll get through Wait it. Wait a minute, man. That's why I don't put them in no videos. Okay. <laughs> What what piece of advice can you give our female followers right now that can help them in the industry? That are trying to come up in the yeah, industry. Yeah, what's um on some real shit? I would say like, don't fuck nobody. <laughs> Fuck yes. with everybody, you know, like don't fuck nobody, but fuck with everybody. Don't don't get involved in beefs that don't have nothing to do with you. Ooh, mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes men or women, whatever, might have a problem with you if it ain't worse off. And fuck it, keep going. There and go. it's just like you got to really believe in you because you'll hit these levels and you think this next level is something. And then you, you know, get on the wall and I'll say, and it's like, damn, this shit is real life work. This is this, this is that. What the fuck is next? You know, so if you believe in you, no matter what show you're doing, no matter what company you're working with, no matter what, like, you just, you know that you good. But yeah. Bars. Love Bars. it. All right, man. Shout out to Cynthia for coming through. Shout out to Seth for coming through. Shout out to everybody for yeah. listening and watching. Thank you for watching another episode of No Chaser. I'm Tim Chantharonson. I'm Ricky Shep. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. Yay.